You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Let's continue our Thursday night football analysis with Mike Jones of USA Today. Mike, thanks for taking the time. And you and I used to chat when you covered the Redskins for the Washington Post. Watching last night's game to tell you more about the Cowboys or the Redskins. Washington, four turnovers last night, three coming from Kirk Cousins. Uh, yeah, well, I'm, I mean, you can't really totally put those on Kirk. I mean, he had uh, one tip ball, one that was um, one that went through Jamison Crowder's hands. Uh, the, the fumble, the guy came clean off the line, terrible blocking. You know, everybody wanted to come down hard on Cousins, but he wasn't getting a whole lot of help out there uh, from, from the way I saw it there. They definitely needed to cut down on mistakes, and they're so banged up right now that their margin for error is so small, and if there's any type of misstep, uh, then they just really unravel. And last night, they were not able to stop the bleeding. They started off bad, and fortunately for uh, Dallas, they were able to take advantage of those uh, mistakes and really get their get their groove back, even though uh, they didn't have Zeke Elliott. Mike, when watching how they played as of lately, uh, they they play in spurts. You know, regardless of injuries, they go on the road against Seattle and. They squeaked that win out in Seattle, and I think that was with, we're talking with Josh Norman, like a 43-man roster in comparison to what they had uh, weeks prior. Give me your take on the morale of the football team uh, in your assessment from the standpoint of do they feel like they can win every time they step out on the football field considering all the injuries? Yeah, well, I have, you've got to give a lot of credit to Jay Gruden because he has kept these guys still fighting. Um, they still believe, uh, you know, there might be times where it looks slim and there are some guys in the locker room that don't know the names of half the guys in there because they're new uh, and just having to keep on plucking guys off the streets. But they still continue to prepare. You've got guys like Josh Norman, who's a vocal leader. You've got guys like Kirk Cousins, Trent Williams, guys who are really trying to continue to push everybody. And there you know. They're getting it. They're, you know, they're getting their best effort out of them uh, as far as what they can muster. Like you said, they went up there and they beat Seattle. Um, they had a, you know, a win that was they had to come from behind against the Giants. They had opportunities to seem like they were going to get going against Dallas, but they couldn't quite do it. And now we'll see. Uh, with that loss, they're kind of eliminated from playoff contention. We'll see if they continue to fight or if they start to fold. But just knowing a lot of the guys in that locker room. I think that you continue to see them uh, battle, even though uh, mathematically it looks like they're limited. Taking you around the league with Mike Jones of USA Today. Mike, if we're doing the playoff arithmetic, Dallas able to keep their fate, postseason hopes alive. But are you really buying Dallas as a wild card in the rugged NFC? Feels like Dallas has to win out, and they're going to need some help from other teams in that conference. Yeah, exactly right. It's going to be a tough road for them, even though they got that win last night, and even though it seems like Jason Garrett's figured out that, okay, yeah, Alfred Morris can be counted on where you need to pound the football, take pressure off of Dak Prescott. Look, they're not going to face a battered defense like they did last night every single week. It's going to be difficult for them. And you got some very good teams ahead of them, like the Falcons, like the Panthers, and, you know, it's, going to, it's hard to envision them making up that ground without Elliott. Yeah, they, they went in there and they were desperate last night, but I don't know how easy it's going to be for them to sustain that kind of level of play. Uh, they it, It's going to be hard for them. I'd, I'd be surprised uh, if they make it uh, out of this thing and, and get to the playoffs. Speaking of getting out of this thing, uh, the Saints have, have gone on a eight-game winning streak and lost to a Los Angeles Rams team. Um, of course, not having their cornerbacks on both sides kind of 
hurt them just a little bit. But how much you're buying the New Orleans Saints to be in a better team in that division? Well, I do. I think that when you have to look at the way that they're able to hurt you, not just with Drew Brees, because we've seen for years and years Drew Brees puts that team on his back and carries them. But now they have a very potent rushing attack as well. They can uh, hurt you in a variety of ways. Yeah, they've got to get healthy on defense uh, at the cornerback position there. And their defense will give up some yards. So they're not invincible. But I do just think that when you look at the quarterback play, you know, Cam Newton's kind of erratic this year. Um, the, the Falcons have not been able to consistently get things going, although it seems like they're starting to get a rhythm there. But I still like the Saints to win that division there. I think that uh, I'll be uh, down there on Sunday. I think they'll, they'll have a bounce-back game. It's going to be you know, a test for them as they're, they're facing uh, the divisional rivals, the Panthers. But um, I think that uh, they can uh, put this thing together and keep rolling. Mike Jones, USA Today, is our guest on the NFL on TuneIn. Mike, because you have the national perspective, got to ask you about what the Giants decided to do with Eli Manning this week. To me, the move was justifiable, but it was handled so poorly and the optics were terrible. If Eli's moving on, Beyond the predictable reunion with Tom Coughlin and Jacksonville, what do you think the market could look like for him in the offseason? Well, you just don't know. There's going to be a lot of uh, teams out there who need quarterbacks. Look, I'd be surprised if the Redskins work this thing out with Kirk Cousins. Doesn't seem like they still they still don't have confidence in him. Doesn't seem like he really wants to be there. I wouldn't be surprised if they go after Eli Manning. Um, Denver's going to need a quarterback. They very well could. Uh, it worked out with one Manning brother, Mike. Try going after the next one. Um, and like you said, obviously Jacksonville. So there's going to be teams that are going out there. Eli Manning, I think he's going to be highly motivated uh, to prove that he still has uh, stuff left in the tank. Uh, and, you know, everybody that I've talked to feels like they like that they handled this poorly, disrespectful, um, and, you know, it's just one more miscalculation on the part of Ben McAdoo. And uh, I think that, you know, we'll see Eli Manning bounce back somewhere uh, and with a pretty good team and have a chance to go out there and prove that he can still uh, lead a contender. The more the Minnesota Vikings uh, team wins, the more the, st- the higher the stakes get and also uh, the higher stakes uh, become for Case Keenum and his future. Give me your take on Case Keenum and how well has he been playing so far and what does his future look like just in case he plays well enough to get himself a contract down the road, whether it's with Minnesota or someone else. Yeah, I think that he's going to get one. Um, I did a, a project this week evaluating the uh, quarterbacks in the league who are 30 and under. Case Keenum being one of those guys, and I talked to 13 different people, former quarterbacks, former coaches, some general managers, um, who, and what they thought of him. And they said, look, this is what you get when you finally have somebody who's a smart offense coordinator, a guy who's got, you know, he's not an elite guy. He's not going to be able to carry a team, but he's managing this offense very well. Um, you know, Sherman's done a good job of uh, putting him in position for success. That defense does a great job of supporting that offense. He's got weapons around him. So Case Keenum is doing what they're asking him to do and proving that, okay, he looks, you know, the Rams, they let him go. They didn't feel like, you know, he was anybody that could help them. Uh, but he's proven that, okay, it's all about fit. And uh, he's working hard. And I think that, you know, if you look at the quarterbacks that the Vikings have, Teddy Bridgewater, talented, but durability is an issue. Sam Bradford, durability is always an issue. I think the Vikings would be smart to work out a deal and keep Case Keenum uh, and continue to roll that way uh, throughout next season. Mike, finally, let's focus on another quarterback situation. We're all trying to forecast the future of Kirk Cousins. Where do you think he's playing next season? 
That's a good question. Um, you know, it looked like San Francisco would be the spot for him. Uh, be reuniting with um, Kyle Shanahan, the former offensive coordinator, back when he first came into the league. Kyle and Mike were the ones who brought him there, even though they drafted Robert Griffin um, and really helped him uh, get going. Uh, but now they got Jimmy Garoppolo. We'll see down the stretch here if Jimmy Garoppolo can convince them, you know, because everybody I talked to for this project, they still say, hey, he's a project guy. There's no sure thing that he's going to be um, the guy in San Francisco. So I guess it's a possibility. But Denver is another place where, um, you know, Kirk could probably go in there and, and, and compete. Um, you know, there's, like we said, Jacksonville needs a quarterback. Um, you know, Cleveland needs a quarterback. No, there's going to be options for him. Obviously, New York's going to need, the Giants are going to need a quarterback. Um, the Jets are going to need a quarterback. There's a lot of teams. Uh, the Bills are going to need a quarterback. So, Kirk Cousins is going to have his options. Maybe the Redskins don't want to pay him, but he's not worried about that. From everything I've been told, talking to people close to him, he feels like he has done what he has to do to prove that he deserves uh, a, a, a very nice contract and that he can go out there and help a team win. And so, um, he's not threatened over the Redskins. Mike, great information as always. Thanks for joining us. Enjoy what should be a tremendous game between Carolina and New Orleans in the Big Easy. Thank you, Mike. All right, thanks, guys. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on Tune. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on. Tune in.